everybody. I'm Maya. I'm Melissa. And I'm Olivia. And we're here to take you back to your, your twilight, twilight phase. Hey friends, what's up? Hello. Uh, we're recording early this week, so this is a relevant question. How was your weekend? That's Honestly, true. Honestly, whenever we record on different days, it just throws me off. Completely. It throws off the whole I'm week. I'm like, what the fuck is today? I know. The rhythm is, of this Tomorrow's week Friday, right? No. <laughs> I'm so proud of us for having an actual schedule for this podcast. It really impresses me. We've built in approximately a day and a half for editing. And and you know what? We've made it work. All of us yeah. have just made that shit work. We're amazing. So whoever's turn it is this week, it's your it's your lucky lucky break. Oh, that's true. It's me. Which got, is why I'm glad we're doing it early. Yeah. Well, no, because we're gonna leave Thursday. My week's all jumbly because normally I watch The Bachelor on Monday, but today is. But it's this today. week is a two episode week so there's two ep- two <laughs> hours on monday on- oh and-, and two hours on tuesday today is tuesday so i got double bachelor day and thursday and- night we're leaving to go visit scott's family oh that's exciting so i gotta edit before then um how was your this past weekend well we were supposed to go visit scott's family um who they are in an rv on the Jersey Shore, um, beach trip, but we found out that not only was it going to rain all weekend, but the town would be swarming with 40,000 country music fans. Correct. And I don't, that's a lot I of them. don't have beef with country music fans. I do. That's a, that's a large number. But that's a large number. Yep, yep, yep. Like, look, I like Dolly Parton. I've enjoyed some Brad Paisley, early Taylor Swift. I'm not too good for some country, <laughs> but that's a lot. So that's we were like, forget that. We're going to go to Boston. So we went to Boston, and when we got there, we found out it's not rain. It was a hurricane. It's, it was a hurricane. <laughs> um, it was a hurricane. So it was complicated. So yeah. then Hurricane Henry. 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 You mean oh, <laughs> Melissa's the one who knows French. I'm the one who even. ostensibly knows French. Um, well, my hurricane weekend, I met my best friends on Arthur Avenue in the Bronx, which is like a little Italy in the middle of the Bronx. Oh, um, and, and what a cute name! We ate a lot of food. That was great. It was lovely. I had oysters. Enjoy oh, the I oysters. Love um, and then I got caught in the rain on the way back, and there was a tree across my train tracks in Brooklyn, and I had oh, to take the bus no. home. But I made it home, and then I did not oh, okay. leave the apartment on Sunday. I did not leave my apartment the entire weekend. I on did. Sunday, we woke up around like 10.30, had breakfast, started playing Stardew Valley at 11 a.m. We have a cooperative farm. Um, we stopped playing at 2.30 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Melissa, bad. did you consume any media this weekend? Did I consume media? Yeah, oh I did. I watched all the Suicide Squad movies. <laughs> <laughs> They're not good. I didn't like them. I kept I watched all of them though. You had to know. You had to know. I had to know. Um, How many are there? There's I mean, I guess there's technically only two Suicide Squad, but Harley Quinn has her own movie. But she's Okay, like, so you also watched that. So I also watched so that. Three. Um and I didn't I didn't like really any of them. So Wow, bummer. Um it was a it was a great weekend. It's <laughs> great. I'm happy for you. I'm very excited. Um in my Marvel journey, the trailer for Spider Man dropped. Um, I have not seen Spider-Man 2 yet because it has only just recently been made available to rent. But uh, this trailer spoiled everything for me, so I don't know if I really need to watch it. I'll watch Spider-Man 2 with you. There are. There are. But what I like about this new movie is it's like taking on the fact that there's too many and being like, listen... We're in a multiverse here, and apparently the Tobey Maguire and the Andrew Garfield are going to be making cameos, also as Spider-Man. Okay, but Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which is one of the best movies Mm -hmm. I've ever watched in my entire life, already did that. 
yeah and now they're but now they're making it like canon in <sighs> the like live action the live MCU. action yeah but what are is toby Maguire suiting up oh we don't know yet they're being very you know low-key about everything uh, i bet this... it's gonna be terrible cgi wow i'm sure it's gonna be amazing cgi <laughs> it's probably gonna be good cgi this is <laughs> marvel <laughs> they, they shell out all that dough it's gonna look like the end of the harry potter movies when like it, it's like uncanny valley almost because they look you know they age oh, yeah. them yeah and you're yeah. like i mean it's weird it's weird to see you like this yeah. but it's gonna be backwards trying to make him look younger. oh you think they're gonna make him well younger. they did that already I, they did I that already in captain that. marvel they aged down yeah. Nick fury sam jackson and that it was, was pretty good wasn't it It was pretty good it at first it was it was disconcerting but you got used to it Right. You know what? I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't watch these movies. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just opening if my Marvel mouth. Marvel is good at one out. thing, it's CGI. Well, you know what? We also like to open our mouth and have opinions about. It's true. We'll have an opinion about anything, for. whether or not I know anything about it. So, that's what makes us good podcasters. We're great. amazing podcasters. <laughs> We're so great. Yeah. I heard we have fan mail. Yeah, we do. Wow, what I a segue. Would like, <laughs> I would like to follow up on an email I think we talked about last time. Rebecca? Hey, did Rebecca. we talk about her? I don't know. I don't Here's the thing. Remember. I'm bad at it. <laughs> we don't have memories, but Rebecca sent us an email. And I wrote back, and I was like, Rebecca. Oh, no, I, I don't think we did read this email yet, because I read this email in our email. Oh, anyways, okay. Anyways, so, go ahead. Email? Rebecca wrote go in, ahead. and she was like, I watched all the movies first to intentionally make fun of them, but I like kind of liked it. That's a dangerous, dangerous game to play. <laughs> yeah, and like now I'm reading the books, and yes. so like thank you to you guys for giving me a, a place to explore this. P.S. Team Charlie, best character welcome. in the books and movies. And I wrote back, and I was like, Rebecca, I would love to know, like how the books and just like Twilight in general was like different or the same as what you thought going in, because you know she had all these preconceived notions. Mm-hmm. We all got opinions, baby. So here's what she said. The movies were kind of what I expected, except for the last movie, the whole battle scene, and then it never actually happening was yep, mind-blowing yep. watching it yep, for yep. the first time. Yep. All the constant heavy breathing and the Edward being the definition of gaslighting were frustrating but not shocking. The books were definitely better and something I didn't expect. I really enjoyed reading the first book. Kind of wish it was cut off there, lol. Though, so, as you guys said many times, Stephanie Meyer definitely needed an editor, or at least one who could do their job correctly. Um... <laughs> got distracted because my best friend texted me that she just met chris fleming um, he's that funny internet guy i don't think i know him right let me make sure that he's who i think he is he's the one with the long curly hair who does like mom preparing to clean the house before uh, everyone comes. i love like, that the Have you ever seen the Twilight version that is edited so that she's saying, bring in the chairs. They can't know we don't sit. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. Oh, okay. Sorry. Back on track. I'm going to leave this in. Um, the relationships felt more real in the books compared to the movies. When yeah. I finished the first book, I immediately texted my friend who had brought over the movies in the first place, telling him how he made me into what I hated most, a <laughs> Twilight fan, lol. Aww. So big thanks to you guys as well, Bless. to him for making me a Twilight fan, lol. Thank you, Rebecca. Um, that was a great I'm interview. so was happy it, for you. Was it you guys who were sending me the, the tweets of Hank Green reading? <gasps> yes. Twi- watching Twilight. Hank, guys. <laughs> Hank Green just watched Twilight for the first time, and so his live, live tweet tweeted was it. very high quality content. I <laughs> highly recommend it. You know what? I'm calling it right now. Our next bonus episode that you can access on our Patreon, <laughs> we're gonna talk about Hank's live live tweet. Ooh, holler! <laughs> so if you want to hear that discussion, go sign up for our there. Patreon. Need some yeah. fucking money. It's like it's like five dollars to get the bonus. I think yeah. I forget. I don't know. I think Maybe it's 10. 10, 10 for the bonus episode. Yeah. 
pay ten dollars, listen to all the bonuses in a week, and cancel Can your I thing. Cancel it's chill. It's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then six months from now, you sign up again. You listen to all the bonuses. Don't you miss. tell them the secret, Maya. I want any option of giving me money. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's, it's good enough for us. Okay. Um, is it my turn to recap the chapter? I think it's me. Oh, thank God. I think it's me. I don't think this is going to go super great. <laughs> um, Can I preface and say that I didn't hate this chapter? <gasps> I don't know. Wow, that's surprising to me. I had a roller coaster experience <laughs> rating this chapter. I, I, I don't know. There's a lot it. of exclamation points on mine. <laughs> Which, oh, by the way, you can see by signing <laughs> up for our Patreon at just the $5 level. <laughs> we also write things besides exclamation marks. Yeah, I write little notes and you can marks. see them. <laughs> oh my god, Holy Melissa's shit. choking. <laughs> this is such a chaotic episode. I know. <laughs> okay, I'm shedding my tears now. <laughs> All right, chapter nine, Target. So as you recall, Bella was at a fake sleepover. So they got to like keep up the pretense. So Alice takes her home. Charlie's like, did you have fun? By the way, there's a message from you. It's from Jacob. And it's like, Jacob says he's really sorry and he didn't mean it. And I really think that you should call him back because like he seems sad. Then there's a ton of tension between Charlie and Bella because Bella's still pissed at Jacob. And Charlie's like, you're being like really just like you're being really small about this bella okay and she goes upstairs because she's like oh i'm like so annoyed at my dad i don't even want to be around him but i will do his laundry (laughs) for some reason so she strips her bed she strips his goes to like throw some clothes in the laundry and she's like oh like some of my clothes are missing and she's like oh my god how embarrassing i bet when alice came to get my stuff she saw how messy it is in here and she cleaned up after me i'm oh sick um and so she goes and checks the dryer and her clothes like aren't there and she's like where's my blouse like where are my clothes then edward comes over and charlie's like door because he can't even stand up and answer the own his own door (laughs) he doesn't do his own dinner he doesn't do his own laundry like it He's so lazy. Oh, my God. Um, Edward is angry when she opens the door because he smells that another vampire has been in the house. So he's like, hang on. And he runs upstairs and comes back and is like, we need to get out of here. I don't know what I'm smelling. And she's like, no, Charlie, what if they come back for him? And so he has Emmett come to watch Charlie. And Charlie thinks that Edward and Bella are fighting. And so he's so happy. And it's like, if Edward and Bella are fighting, then your daughter is in pain right now, and you're so smug and happy. Yeah. What is wrong with you? And so they go to the Cullen's house, and Edward, like, attacks Alice, and it's like, how did you let this happen? Like, you are supposed to be looking out for her. How could someone get in her room and you don't see it? And they theorize about who it could be. Like, maybe it's the Volturi, seeing if she's still alive. They don't think it can be Victoria, because it doesn't smell like her. Um, maybe it's just, like, a stranger who, like, smelled all this vampire smell in Bella's room and was like, what? Why? I gotta, I gotta sniff this out. They don't know. (laughs) And they decide that what they're gonna do is just, like, be even more careful. They're gonna watch Charlie all the time. They're gonna watch Bella all the time. And whoever this person is will not be able to, like, get to her. So she goes home. She's super stressed about all, stressed about all of this. And Charlie's like, Jacob called again, and Charlie's like, also, you're being really petty. And she's like, what if I am being petty? Like, if this vampire gets me and kills me, I'm, Jacob's going to feel terrible. He's sorry. I should I should mend this relationship before my untimely death. And so she calls him, and Jacob is like, I'm so sorry. And she's like, yeah, I know. I'm salty at you, but, like, not too salty. By the way, will you, like, talk to Edward? He has something he wants to say to you. And Edward was like, hey, do you know about any vampires that might have been in Bella's room? And Jacob's like, what? No. And they make a plan to possibly, like, rejigger the the line so that the werewolves can have more freedom to move about forts and try to help them catch this vampire. 
And that's it. That went better than I expected, by the way. Wow, that did go great. That went great. I'm going to give it a nine. It was long, but. A a (gasps) 9.3. Ooh. I'll give you an eight. I'll take it. Woohoo. I'll take it. I really thought it was going to be in six territory going into this, (laughs) so I'm glad about how it turned out. Um, so starting out, she's like, she's really annoyed about, like, they have to keep up the pretenses of this sleepover, and she kind of blames it on being human, because she's just like, if I was a vampire, I wouldn't have to worry about any of this ever again. And it did occur to me that mostly (laughs) this is also the experience of being a teen, like, having to sneak around and pretend that you were at your friend's house when really your boyfriend was there, and you're like, that I mean, if you Why don't I worry about this when I go to college, right? That's like, so funny. The like, fact that she's just like moving oh, the out only of Charlie's house this. would would go a long way. Yeah, like, like mm, I need a mortal life. <laughs> <laughs> I need to completely exercise these people from my life, so I don't have to worry about pretenses around that. I know. <laughs> All right, Bella. <laughs> and she doesn't know this because. When she's, she was a teenager in Phoenix, she was running a household. Before. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> she's never, like, had a friend group. I know. Oh Poor Bella. Oh, Charlie's being just super gross, though. Speaking like, of poor Bella. Gross. I, we always, you know, like, even in Rebecca's email, like, we all love Charlie. Charlie is at his worst here. This is... This is his lowest. Oh. This is Charlie at his lowest. I want um to call out a specific line that charlie says to bella because i was just like yeah yeah, i know which one it is i know which one it is Um, i think i know what it is too i have my finger on it so you can (laughs) see if i'm right um so charlie's like are you going to call jacob and bella's like no (laughs) and charlie says that's not very attractive behavior bella (laughs) (laughs) what a motherfucking word Fuck choice. you. Then he Let's... says, forgiveness is divine. Ugh. Charlie, listen. How sanctimonious. All, all he knows is that Jacob called and says sorry. And he didn't mean it. That's all Charlie knows. Like, you don't, you don't know the intricacies of this relationship. You don't know what Jacob did. Like, who are you to say... That Bella needs to, like, forgive him. Charlie does know that they were on very bad terms for a period of time. Extremely recently. Then knows that she went over to his place, like, what, two two times? times. Two times. And then there's a call from Jacob saying, I'm really sorry, I didn't mean it. And you're telling me that your instinct in this situation is to be like, help. Why are you being so petty, Bella? Why are you being so petty and unattractive? Attractive? It makes no sense. Charlie's issue with Edward, right, is that Edward left her and she got really upset and entered this depressive episode. He hates Edward because Edward hurt his daughter. Now, she's telling you, Jacob is also hurting me. And where did this Team Bella thing go? Because now you're Team Jacob. Like, Uh, why why are you not like, look, I'm behind you. You're too good for all of them. Right. (laughs) Right? Like, obviously, she's making an effort. Like, she's gone to La Push twice. She's communicated with him, even though she originally didn't want to. Right. And then after doing that, she's been like, oh, that was bad. He has also done something again to upset so i would not like categorize as these like alone instances like they're the same bigger problem which is that jacob sucks it's a pattern and uh the fact that he's just like bella stop doing this like why the fuck are you asking what jacob's doing what do you think what do you think is happening right now yeah (laughs) that he's being like i was like that he's just being like Bella, I wish you weren't hanging out with Edward, which is probably what he's thinking. Because Definitely. Because Charlie's like, also, I don't want you hanging out with Edward. But do we really think that your daughter, who is like so chill and rationally minded, would be like, 
I can't hang out with Jacob because right. he doesn't want me to be with my boyfriend. Like, no. Yeah, Bella Bella has not, like, she has proven over time that she's a mature and responsible kid. In fact, She Charlie, runs your house. Right, she runs your literal house. <laughs> you need to answer to her, actually. <laughs> she's the parent. Yeah, so, like, uh, fuck Charlie for being, like, uh, this feels like... I was not happy. Antagonistic naivete. <laughs> I really wanted Bella to lean more in the like bratty teenage direction because oh, she yeah. does a lot of protecting Charlie's feelings. She like doesn't want to tell him the truth because it will like disillusion him and she doesn't want to upset him. But I want her to be like, well, you know what, Charlie? Jacob really broke my heart. He said that he wished I was dead because I'm dating Edward. And if you're on his side, then you know what? I don't want to talk to you either. And I'm almost 18 and I'll move out the second I can. Also wish I was dead. Do you think you, do you want me dead, Charlie? Huh? I want her to throw a temper tantrum. Yeah. She does not do that. She like, she stands her ground a little bit, a couple of times. My favorite part is when Charlie says door from the couch and she says don't strain yourself dad (laughs) she does have some really good one-liners in this she's got a couple of them but she also strips his bed which cbh i found a little next level like we already know that she does the laundry but like stripping somebody's bed is like a slightly intimate it's very proposition it's very mommy like he can't even like like, okay, you're in the laundry room and all the laundry is there and you put it all in the washer, like, maybe. But, like, stripping the bed is, like, too much for me. And, and that means that she puts it back. Yeah, that means she's making the bed also. Um, <laughs> she is. So once she's like, oh, my God, all my laundry is missing. What is going on? She goes, was Charlie doing, doing laundry? laundry? That was out of character. <laughs> that can't be the answer. <laughs> As Kim, and uh, luckily he said he at least sounds guilty when he says he did no. sound a little guilty. No, he says did he you sounds want a little me guilty to? when he says no. Uh, did you want me to? <laughs> like, should um, I have weird? to ask? I know it's weird <laughs> that you're asking me if I did this thing normally. You never. And do. then I think a very small thing that Maya didn't get across originally is that she does get very suspicious and weirded out. Like, she yeah. is trying to figure out. She she is honestly, I think, much more suspicious than I would be in this situation. I'd be like, I mean Yes, I, I forgot where I put that. She does have a history of being tracked by um Fair. Yes, murderous vampires. Fair. It's also like lar- like bigger than I maybe express. Like it's not just some missing laundry where you could be like, where'd I put like I oh, guess yeah, her pillow is gone? Right. Her pillow is missing. That's maybe true. maybe I'm overstating it though. Because she's like she's very I guess she doesn't like actually I mean uh, conjecture that it could have been vampires. Maybe right. I was just reading she into it. She never conjectures. She does ne- she never brings it up to anyone in this chapter. So like we're left very much like, oh, this is a very mentionable moment in the narrative, but you know, technically, she does like think that somebody came in here, right? She just thinks it's you know, Charlie Maybe or Alice. Alice. And Edward showing up is like quite terrifying. Oh, Edward's yeah. golden eyes were wide, his nostrils flared, his lips pulled back over his teeth. Which is really funny because the line before that, she's like, I ripped the door open and I'm smiling so huge. And he's like, hey. Okay, so he disappears. He checks everything and gets back before Charlie could even, like, see him move. He's invisible moving again. He has a lot of information, which, like, okay, he has his, like, special spidey vampire senses. But he says they can, it can't be Victoria because he knows what she smells like. Mm Mm-hmm. Bella guesses one of the Volturi, and he says probably, and he says, It wasn't long ago, early this morning, while Charlie was sleeping, and whoever it was didn't touch him, so there must have been another purpose. How does he know that? He's like, just really you, good. Yeah. Did he run really fast one inch away from Charlie and sniff Charlie? I mean, like, he's invisible. You know that a vampire can walk through the house undetected, because you do it all the time. 
So Charlie could have been awake in the house this morning. Right. When it, Does he, right. like, have a such a strong sense of smell that he can, like, pinpoint exactly how long when it's been? When smell was there. <laughs> He's like, Charlie is always asleep at 4.45. He never and has I can to get up to pee. that he was still asleep <laughs> yeah, at 4.45 a.m. today. <laughs> those details sort of threw me off because it made him seem like he knew like, more than all right super sweet. i understood why he would know but it's just like a weird details that he adds i don't know then charlie shows up what are you two hissing about in here charlie asks suspiciously and then his expression changes abruptly he was grinning if you two are having a fight well don't let me interrupt are so you rude kidding oh my it's so rude so rude like it's one right. thing to be kind of glad that two people are fighting, but to just openly like, look happy about it when it's your own daughter. And the reason that he suspects that they're fighting is because Bella looks upset. Yeah, and right. So, right. <laughs> you're like, my daughter is visibly upset. That's great. That's this great. is wonderful. Good news. <laughs> I'm not going to assume it has anything. It doesn't to... even like it doesn't even like flash over his face and then no. go away. He is no. grinning this whole page. Still no. grinning. He put his bowl in the sink. Later down, Charlie met my frightened eyes with a smug grin. Smug grin. And smug. then Edward like yanks her out of the house. Like she's frightened. Right. And her boyfriend yanks her out of the house. And he's like, great. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. This is another instance where I wanted Bella to be petty. Like, I want her to, like, lie and be like, no, dad, we're not fighting. We actually just found out that Edward's beloved aunt just died. <laughs> and she was his closest connection to his his Jesus. late parents. <laughs> Jesus. And this is very devastating to him. And I'm extremely sad. We, no, we're not fighting. How do you feel now? How do you feel <laughs> Apologize to Edward. That's I mean, right. when I was 17, 18, whatever, I would have lied to make a situation <laughs> more dramatic to make another person feel bad. I did that all the time. Bella needs to take a leaf out yeah. of your book. <laughs> page really out does. of your book i was definitely a bella definitely a bella like okay oh, then I charlie but i just want him to get a comeuppance right I now know. then edward gets really mad at alice <laughs> and it's also very unreasonably angry and really attacks her for i mean you know he's upset because a vampire made it into bella's house which is right upsetting which is not surprising considering the fact that they're supposed to be all seeing at this point but alice explains yeah you've already got me watching the voltori's decisions watching for victoria's return watching bella's every step you want to add another do i just have to watch charlie or bella's room or the house or the whole street too edward if i try to do too much things are going to start slipping through the cracks so Based on what we know about how Alice's thing works, this does make sense. Right. So, and they do conjecture like that. They think that this, it's either it's some random person who completely coincidentally had the perfect timing and in the perfect way intervened, or someone knows about Alice's thing and knew how to avoid, avoid her seeing her by not going anywhere near Bella. And if that's the case, you can't be mad at Alice that somebody yeah, someone knew how to get around her. I mean, I think that's also equal parts like he's mad that, you know, there was some way that they missed being able to cover Bella on all sides. And so he's just like angry and I don't appreciate him taking it out on Alice, but he does apologize later. Oh my on. God, he makes like very a real, quickly. like a real yeah. whiplash turnaround, a real one eighty. <laughs> yeah. Um, Who wants to read it? Well, let's give a little a little background. So Edward's yelling, and Bella says, "Stop it, Edward!" I whispered. Uh, 
he's a, it says, you tur he turned on me, his face still livid, his teeth clenched together. He glared at me for a half a second, and then suddenly he exhaled. His eyes widened and his jaw relaxed. You're right, Bella. I'm sorry. He looked at Alice. Forgive me, Alice. I shouldn't be taking this out on you. That was inexcusable. I guess, like, so He's far, performative, but like these two, like sudden turnaround apologies are mostly like Edward like thinks about Bella, and becomes calm and makes the correct choice. Like that's that's all I got. <laughs> well, it to to my view, it really is showing character growth because in Twilight. He's consistently like, look, I know what's best for you. And at the end of Twilight, she's like, we already tried your thing. Like, let's listen to my idea, okay? In New Moon, he's like, I know what's best for you, and so I'm leaving you. And at the end of oh, New Moon, he goes like, real bad. <laughs> yeah, real at the bad. end of New Moon, he's like, you know what? I was wrong. I Like, from here on out, we're going to listen to you. And then the beginning of Eclipse that's tested and he fails he's like no actually i do know what's fails best for you <laughs> yeah fails real hard and then with practice he gets better at you know reining that in and listening to other people specifically bella i guess that's yeah true. i just wanted to be discussed more but that's fair it was a real like whoo okay okay <laughs> Um, but and Esme, she's like, maybe it's just a random coincidence that there's just <laughs> some stranger who's actually a friend who's yeah. curious about why Bella smells like a like a bunch of vampires <laughs> and decided to steal her clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, they don't know that yet, right? They don't know. That's that. true. Edward That's knows. true. You're right. Oh, Edward, Edward knows, knows, but not. he hasn't told them. Um, I don't think Edward knows. I also feel like in Alice's favor, like the reason that she didn't see this is because nothing happened to Bella. Like truly Edward's very upset fine. because somebody made it into the house. But if right. Charlie had been murdered, she would have seen that because she would have seen Bella going to Charlie's right. funeral. Like Alice's whole thing is that she sees when Bella is in danger. And in the scenario, Bella was, Bella not, was not in immediate in danger. danger. Which is why, you know, as they go on, I guess the future is very unknowable, even though they have Alice, who knows all the futures. But, like, they seem very concerned in a way where, to me, it's like, can't she just, like, tell them, like, how probable it is that Bella dies? I think that they really over-rely on her, and this I mean, is yeah. the beginning of, of, over of that her. getting worse and worse. Yeah. They're theorizing, like, okay, so if this is a Volturi, Coming to, like, it's check not out any of the ones that we know. Right. Like, ostensibly they would know to see if she's still human. Yeah. So, like, if it's not a Vol member of the Volturi, then it's, like, one of their friends that they sent. Mm -hmm. So, like, this... I feel like doesn't perfectly fit into what we know of Alice's visions. She says, Aro hasn't asked anyone to look for her yet. I will see that. I'm waiting for it. Edward's head snapped up. You're waiting for an official command saying like, maybe somebody acted independently. I was like, well, why would it matter I mean, if it's an official command right. or not? Like, she just sees decisions. Yeah. I guess like she could be watching Aro as a person to wait as opposed for to like Caius instead of like the whole place to see if anybody leaves maybe maybe it tracks and then they say like well maybe it was Caius maybe it was Jane and Esme's like okay but like they didn't have an intention of hurting Bella and like those people like don't like her right so <laughs> um plus Esme Rosalie. but also people can have ulterior plans besides I'm just gonna run into the house and Chop off Bella's head. They can play the long con. They can play the long con. <laughs> um, Rosalie is not participating in the conversation. She is like stock still until Emmett is within earshot and then she relaxes. So that's like kind of a nice detail. So Bella's solution to this problem is make me a vampire right now. 
Like, I will be safe if you make me a vampire. So why are we waiting? Let's not wait till graduation. Charlie, I mean, Carlisle is like, I mean, your family would be really upset if you just disappeared right now. And she's like, yeah, but they'd be alive. I was like, they can still die even when you're a vampire. That's true. But she feels oh like she, nobody will be after her once she's a vampire because... I think that's so stupid. Well, they've made this deal with the Volturi that she has to become a vampire imminent. True, but if it's someone like Victoria... If it's somebody else, then I guess Bella could, like, lead them off or... Maybe she thinks Victoria would give up if she was a vampire. Or James she, did. she could confront Victoria herself. I just think that at this point, if Victoria's just like, ooh, revenge, revenge, revenge. She'll probably still kill, kill everyone. Her. Yeah, she'll I probably still kill I don't understand why that really oh. hasn't happened yet. <laughs> maybe she just feels like if she's a vampire, there will be less of a reason to, like, go through her human loved ones to get to her. I don't know. It kind of tracks to me. Yeah, it's, it feels like it makes sense to me. It doesn't yeah. make any sense to me. If you interrogate it too much, I'm sure it breaks down. But <laughs> it kind of tracks. But yeah, Carlisle is like, what about your family? Which is a good question in general. <laughs> At the top of 206, she says, I was slowly realizing that vampires were much bigger participants in this world than I'd once thought. How many times did the average human cross paths with them completely unaware? How many deaths, obliviously reported as crimes and accidents, were really due to their thirst? How crowded would this new world be when I finally joined it? One, incredible writing. That last line, fan-fucking-tastic. Two, these are good questions for her to be asking before she makes this choice. (laughs) I was so distracted by being like, what if you ask these out loud? that yeah. I forgot to appreciate that it was well written. Here's like, even the last line too. The shrouded future sent a shiver down my spine. Like that's great. You're also surrounded by approximately seven vampires who have a lot of information they would be yep. happy to give you. But yeah. Later in this book, Jasper will give you information about just how many va- vampires there are. So like they do know. But like She's just like, oh, I love Edward so much that... It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to have to say goodbye to my parents, but, like, everybody leaves home. Yeah. And by turning me into a vampire now, I'm really protecting them. But it's like, even if that is the right choice, take, like, 20 minutes. (laughs) Like, maybe ruminate on it first. Ruminate. This vampire is not going to kill you in the next She doesn't, like, have a plan. She's not, like, thinking about, like the way that she is going to say goodbye to her parents or, like, what the story is going to be. No. Like, we don't get any of that from her. Like, maybe that would make me feel better. a whole thing at Right? Like, if she was, like, had this elaborate, like, faking her own death thing going on, like, that would at least right. be, like, some planning that she's doing. So I know she's, like, ready to do this. <laughs> so that Charlie's not like, okay, Bella and Edward were in my kitchen fighting and then he pulled her out of the house and she was never seen again (laughs) right right instead they get back but like that also that's wild though because she does think like that in the first book she's like edward we just left like together the first people People are gonna charlie's gonna come after is your family you're never gonna be able to go back and now she's just accepted his response his response was like, we've been there before. We'll solve that problem. And she's like, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Look, you said so, you've been there before. <laughs> what happens instead is they go back. She's still a human. She gets home. Charlie's in a great mood. <laughs> Which I was like, she just left frightened and like dragged out of your house. And he's still smug and excited that they're fighting. That has, that has mm-hmm. not ended while they were gone. He says- and he- Oh, go ahead. I bet you're saying the same thing. Jacob called again. Yep. And then he says, don't Wait, be petty, As soon Bella. as Edward was in the room. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like he sees Edward come in oh and he's God, like, right. by the way, you're, right. you're the real guy you should be with is trying to contact you, yeah. just so you know. Like, I want you both to hear this. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, and then one of her, she gets another clap back. He says, don't be petty, Bella. He sounded really low, and she says, is Jacob paying you for all the PR, or are you a volunteer? Oh, <laughs> so good. Zing! So good. Uh, but this is where her. she's like, oh, it, you know, if I am going to turn it Right, and then fire. she, like, d- changes her mind internally. Right. <laughs> She's like, if I am going to die suddenly, I don't want Jacob to have all this guilt of saying I wish you were dead and then me actually being dead. That would be really shitty for him. And I'm like, yeah, because he did a shitty thing, Bella. (laughs) It is not your problem (laughs) that he feels regret over his own action. That's the inappropriate response to his own action. Yeah, like it is not your job to make him feel better. He's called and apologized. I'm he glad he hasn't really apologized yet. At he this did point. apologize through Charlie. Well, that doesn't because count. she hasn't wanted to talk to him. Yeah. So he's indicated that he wants to apologize. But I'm very glad that she says it wouldn't hurt him to feel guilty for 12 more hours. It might even be good for him. And yeah. I agree. <laughs> I agree. This was a real roller coaster for me. And normally I'm like, oh, Bella, no turn the knife but i like really i understood why she did it i was like look she's going through trauma after trauma right now she needs her she friend. is but a leaf upon the wind <laughs> a boat upon the waves Listen. if she wants to forgive jacob after everything she's going through she can do it she's earned it i i just think that if anyone in my tumultuous times was like yeah girlfriend maybe things would just be better if you were dead I'm going to hold that against you for the rest of your life. Well, um, quite topically, one of the best lines in this chapter, I think, is when Edward says, I knew you'd forgive him. Holding grudges is not one of your many talents. <laughs> I wrote, you can't say he doesn't know her. Yeah. <laughs> like, these chapters really help me understand again why they're together like he knows her it's true like also love that holding a grudge is considered a talent like yeah he said it good at it he said it facetiously (laughs) is a major talent of mine thank you what a boyfriend way to say it too like not one of your many talents (laughs) oh Okay, and then she calls, and Jacob apologizes to her. I mean, yeah, he seems very sorry, blah, blah, blah. It's a pretty good apology. I thought it was a pretty good apology. Bella, he exclaimed. Oh, Bella, I'm so sorry. He tripped over the words as he hurried to get them out. I swear I didn't mean it. I was just being stupid. I was angry, but that's no excuse. It was the stupidest thing I've ever said in my life, and I'm sorry. Don't be mad at me, please, please. Lifetime of servitude up for grabs. All you have to do is forgive me. I would have been like, I'll think about it. (laughs) I mean, I would too, but like he did grovel. It's a pretty good grovel. I would have I would have made I would have made him sweat and grovel one more time. And then Yeah, I, she's like, I'm not mad, you're forgiven. You're forgiven. <laughs> I was like, girlfriend, he prepared for the long grovel. Yeah, I probably would have been let like, him yeah, let those, him get in there. That was a really hurtful thing for you, of you to say. Like that was very hurtful. <laughs> but you then said you'd I wish like I was her dead. response. <laughs> because he says, Thank you. I can't believe I was such a jerk and she says, Don't worry about it, I'm used to it. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good uh, um but then he's like okay let me make it up to you come to la push um maybe we can go cliff diving um and bella's like um actually i don't think that's a very good right ideal right now for very dramatic reasons that are more than i'm mad at you <laughs> Uh, He's not thrilled with me, is he? Jacob's voice was ashamed rather than bitter for once. Good. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Um, and, and that's she's actually just not like, it. Yeah, and so she's just like, um, I don't know how much I should tell Jacob, but, but Edward's like, give me the phone. Give me the phone. And, you know, it's like, you're like, oh, no. Just he's silently just like, holds his hand out. Right, just silently holds his hand out. You're like, oh, no. Is he... I was like, I hope he's about to rip a new one in the Jacob for being like, you said, 
No, he wished he's my girlfriend being, was dead. He's being mature now. <laughs> Bella decided to apologize, so he's going along with um, what Bella wants. Even if I forgave someone, I would still want my boyfriend to be like, never do that again. I mean, I don't think Edward has forgiven him. No, but I, I want Edward some performative anger also. <laughs> so we only hear Edward's side of this conversation. And Edward, like sort of extends a bit of an olive branch and clearly is trying to like ask what jacob knows and if there's anything the wolves can do and is like very deeply surprised at all of jacob's like at the fact that jacob has some like useful things (laughs) to (laughs) to add and it was like yeah like this is the first hint of like yeah, so remember how, like, you have all the same goals and want all the same things and both love Bella? Like, guess what? And you only fight due to, like, ancient prejudice? You guys could, like, get along and we work team well up together. Here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the, the first step to, like, oh, I guess we want the same things. <laughs> right. Um... And I mean, I did. I do think that just listening to Edward's part, you're like, I kind of get what they're talking about. And yeah, then it was followable, right? And he's like, Oh, I plan to go alone, actually. And I was like, Alone to like sniff out the trail. Yeah, definitely. Um, and leave her with the others. And <laughs> Edward does say at one point, I'll try to consider it objectively. <laughs> as I'm capable of. Um, Meaning, can I leave Bella alone with you? Right. Is right. that safe? Right. I'll try to take my feelings out of it. Right. Um, Bella's understandably annoyed at this because she's being excluded <laughs> again, which is fair. I'm like, all these people just making plans about your safety without talking to you it's about so true. it. You know what, though? They didn't have speakerphone on, like, house phones back then. <laughs> they did! They did? They did? Yes! Probably. Yeah! I've never used a house phone with a speaker. You know I feel who like has it's like my father. They, they okay, definitely I don't did. think our corded one... I'm sure that they all had, did. It might have. Our cordless sure landline 100% had speakerphone. Yeah. I imagined this as, like, one of the corded ones that, like, just has, like, the numbers and, like, a pound sign. I feel like there might be a cord based on the scene at the end of New Moon where, like, Jacob picks up. It's, like, the stupid miscommunication about the funeral mm-hmm. conversation. I just feel like there might be a cord. I feel like there's a cord. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, Bella's like, so is anyone going to tell me what's going on? <laughs> um, and Jacob's like, so we're going to talk to, I'm going to talk to Sam. We're going to try to change the borders of the territory. I didn't really understand why that needed to happen. Um, I think, I mean, doesn't it really only affect where the vampires can go i think this must be is it moving okay so he says rearranging some boundaries so we can catch anyone who gets too near forks that's jacob speaking so is that moving the fam no sam has to agree to it so it's not moving the vampire territory but i mean it's i think it's moving their own territory so the vampires can enter right a previously unenterable Maybe it's about, like, the werewolf magic, and Sam has, like, told them, like, because of the, like, we are here to protect the reservation, so do not go after anybody outside of our land, and because of the werewolf magic, they have to do what Sam says, so if they want to catch someone closer to Fork, Sam has to be like, okay, you are allowed to get the vampires right, that are right. outside of our boundary. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. But it there's the whole stretch. line of, there's the whole treaty line, and I don't really know where it is. <laughs> and it seems like it's the actual treaty line to me. Right. Anyways, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> um... And and that's like the end of the that's chapter. The they're they're gonna try to do a little teamwork here. Wow, teamwork. we'll see how that goes. I'm excited for it. Yeah. 
Best sentence. Worst sentence. Um, my best Ooh. sentence is a funny one. Um, it's where she says that she's like decided to forgive Jacob, and she says, "I did decide," or because Charlie left to go fishing. Bella says, "I decided to use this lack of supervision to be divine." Oh, I like that <laughs> line too because it was like, like a callback. It was a callback. To how Charlie, Charlie told her forgiveness stupid. was divine. <laughs> That was a good line. That was a good one. Um, my best... I probably wouldn't pick if we had not already talked about all my other favorites. Um, <laughs> but it's, if Jacob preferred me dead, then maybe he should get used to the silence. Oh, I yeah. Like, I was like, no! Stone cold swan. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, wait, I want to find her best clapback. Wait, there was a better one. She has so many good ones. What was her best one? Was it, this is ridiculous, they'll get so bored? Where? Um, middle of 207. <laughs> oh no, we didn't read that one though. No, probably is Jacob paying you for all the PR or are you a volunteer? We'll go with that one. I love when she gets a word in edgewise. I really do. Yeah. Okay, and then I'm going to do um, my worst, which is just representative of what we've already talked about. Charlie watched me throw together his dinner with a smug smile on his face. <laughs> All encompassing. It's like every, while she's every, cooking. For I know you. every single thing that annoyed me about Charlie in this chapter all in one sentence. I'm going to pick my worst from the bottom of 206, not because there's anything wrong with the writing, but because I disagree with the idea. As long as I'm around Charlie, he's a target too. If anything happened to him, it would be all my fault. No, Bella. No. If anything happened to him, it would be whoever attacked him's fault. Yes. Be true. their fault. Be their not problem. you. Mm -mm. Do not take this She's off. trying real hard. Um, I'm gonna stick with my worst sentence being that's not very attractive behavior. Oh, me. you're right. That's I the think worst that's one. my, I think that's probably gonna be my worst of the whole book. That could that's be the worst, the worst of the book. Of the book. That yeah. might be the worst You know of what? The book. I have one, I have one prepped for, for later that book. I think is the worst of the book. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it. I mean, there are like some contenders for sure. <laughs> Thanks for listening, as always. Yeah. We email love you us. guys. We love you guys. Yeah. Email us with questions or comments at twilightfacepodcast at gmail.com. As previously mentioned, head to patreon.com slash twilightfacepodcast <laughs> for uh, various perks, including also stickers is the one that we didn't yeah, mention. Also stickers. Um, you know what? They're cute. They're I great. like the stickers. Yeah. I love our stickers. Thank you to our patrons, Melina, Bridget, Eric, Samantha, Aaron, Karen, Ed, Bailey, Laura, Andrea, Leamy, James, Melissa, and Audrey. You can all follow us at Hi, Twilight Melissa. underscore phase on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> and Twilight Phase Podcast on Tumblr. Disclaimer, we own nothing. The Twilight Universe and all characters, especially Charlie, belong only to Stephanie Meyer. Please don't sue us. Audio editing by Maya Marlette. Cover image by Laura Shermer. Our theme music is written and performed by Adrian Mooring. We'll be back next week. And if you don't like it, you can bite me. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs>